Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. Everyday Perspectives is a podcast where I unpack my journey in shifting from a victim mindset into co-creator with the universe and really showing through different tools and my own life experiences on how I've been able to do that. Today's episode is a guest episode. I am joined by Christina Day, and she is a beautiful, beautiful soul, like so beautiful. I enjoyed this conversation so much. Christina is a spiritual teacher and frequency activator. Christina guides people on their spiritual awakening to help release old conditioning from the past, helping People raise their vibration and consciousness by integrating on the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual levels. This conversation with Christina was so beautiful. I am so excited for you to hear it. We speak about so many different things. I truthfully was going back through the episode because I do that on every single podcast, just writing what we speak about. And it literally filled up pages of all of the things that we talked about. Um, A lot of it is focused on shadow work, shifting from the victim mentality, claiming back your sovereignty, and so many different other things we touch upon. The law of attraction, the law of the universe, being the creator of your reality, different modalities and tools, and she shares some book recommendations as well. So it is such a beautiful conversation. I am so excited for you to hear it. If you haven't already subscribed, I ask that you subscribe to the podcast. You'll be alerted for every new episode. And if you can leave a five-star rating and review, that would be so helpful. It helps podcasts like me grow because I am small and I'm just trying to get the messages to those who would benefit from it. And if you leave a rating and review and email it to me at erin at erinpenzarella.com, I will link my email in the show notes, um, you enter to win a free energy healing session with me. So just keep that in mind. Um, I hope that this podcast resonates with you. Like I said, it was such an expansive conversation and I cannot wait for you to hear it. So let's get started. Hello and welcome everybody. Um, Today I am joined on Everyday Perspectives with a guest, Christina Day. We were connected through a Facebook group, I think through the Your Own Magic Facebook group. Is that what it was? Yeah, correct. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so cool. Like I love how we can connect like in so many different ways. Like I've just been finding Facebook groups are like a great way to connect with people. Um, It's been really cool. So I'm still... I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Um, I just yeah. am excited for the conversation. Thanks for having me, Erin. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. All right. 
If you are new to the podcast, we typically will open up with just a little breathing exercise to get into the body, get grounded and centered. And then I'm going to open up the space just for any messages to come through for all of us. So Christina, if you want to close down your eyes, if you're driving, please don't close them. And then just tune into the body. Watching the breath as it goes in and out. Not forcing anything, just noticing. Whatever comes up, whether it's thoughts, feelings, judgments about the way the breath is happening, just watch it. No need to attach to anything. And if you want to join me in taking a mindful breath for release, for grounding, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. One more time, in through the nose and out through the mouth. If you want to keep your eyes closed while I speak the message to invite my guides and spirits, you can, or you can open them whenever feels good for you. Guides, spirits, angels, guardians of the light. I thank you so much for bringing me and Christina together today on this episode. I ask for your guidance to help us bring forth the message that is best serving everyone listening to this episode. I ask for clarity for the message to come through. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for your wisdom. I am open to receive any message that I am meant to receive. I am grateful. And if you haven't opened up your eyes already, you can meet yourself back into the room. Hi. That was so nice. I think it's the first time I started episode with somebody uh, walking me through a breath and, you know, calling the spirit guide. So it's really grounding. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is actually a new practice for me. So it's funny because I started the podcast initially kind of like taking something in my life and seeing where I've changed my perspective on it. And it was very like human stuff. So Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, I mean, I've been on a spiritual journey for like seven to eight years now. So of course I have the spiritual aspect, but the 
cast was more like advice and like trying to show people how I've changed, like how I've changed my mindset. Yeah. But there's such a big part of my life that's so spiritual. And I have started to connect to that even more, even though I've been connecting for it for years. Um, And I just really started to open up a space realizing like the way to navigate for me that feels best is inviting my guides in every single day Mm -hmm. and having the podcast and like wanting to be clear in how I communicate. It just like became a natural thing that essentially it was like, this is what I have to do to open up the space. (laughs) It just feels right. Um, so it's kind of like new. I mean, I've been doing it for a few episodes now, but it's like a new process that's definitely been like integrating into my life. So it's been, it's been cool. Yeah, one hundred percent. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, so I'm going to open up just asking a few questions. Um, this is how I intend to have all my guests, and I'm going to go through the questions. But I also understand that the answers can be very long, so we might not even get. To- <laughs> that's typically how like things go I feel like nothing's ever black and white I think that there's so much color and gray in it Mm -hmm. so I think that um I just have these as guidelines and then we'll see what happens all right yeah absolutely all right so the first question and I don't want you to overthink it just whatever comes I feel like I Whenever I say that, I feel like I start to get really into my head. <laughs> like whenever mm-hmm. someone tells me, don't overthink it. I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first question is, who are you? I'm eternal soul here on a mission to help humanity awaken. Beautiful. <laughs> oh my god I could go so far just on that alone (laughs) like I always say that like I'm a soul having a human journey at this point and Mm -hmm. that's that's truly how I feel and I spoke about this on my other episode when I asked this question um my best friend who like I've been very connected to and she's very spiritual along with me um she had a very similar kind of flow to her mm-hmm. answer and it took me a really long time to get to, to that answer though mm. um so I was I'm kind of wondering your journey and how you got to understand that you are a soul here yeah. on a mission so I kind of want to expand on that and see what your journey was like and how you got to this place yeah 100 percent. and you know as you're speaking this question I'm thinking like wait I don't remember when was the exact moment that I realized that I'm a soul. (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, even during my childhood, I never kind of really fell asleep. Um, Quotes. I always felt that there's something off about this place, about this planning, about life. I always were kind of waiting for something big needs will happen. Um, so I kind of always had this aspect, deeper understanding, very intuitive. And I always just thought like, everyone is like that. No, <laughs> but now I reflect back and I understand that. No, um, you know, and when I was around 15, 16 years old, I, I was really drawn to Bob Proctor and he was my first mentor, so to speak. So I really started learning about the laws of the universe, laws of attraction, and I became aware where 
early <laughs> and aware of that we are the creators of our own reality. However, my spiritual awakening happened only in in, in the beginning of the 2017. So it's what four years ago. Um, I'm. 27 now so <laughs> it's been 12 years since I'm like really in understanding all of this but I was all about hustling and you know if I want something I'm, I'm gonna go and get it you know law of attraction will <laughs> help me but I had no idea understanding about energies and quantum physics and that you're a soul and so on and so forth it's only until in 2017 I moved from Latvia I left my job, left my friends, everything, and moved to Australia. Um, and in Latvia, I kind of made it already at the age of what I was, 23 or something. But I just felt um, something is calling me. So I w moved to Australia. I was studying fitness there, um, working as a waitress, doing the things that I said I will never do. But I <laughs> always always, always was trying to figure out how can I travel and work online and make money so that I don't have to be in the system. And really during my stay in Australia, I experimented and I figured out a way how to start a service-based business. And, you know, back in 2017, it was is not that obvious as it is now. And I spent six years prior, 2017, to figure out how to make money. And I, I just couldn't. And I was really disappointed in myself. Um, but yeah, during my stay in Australia, just about when my visa is, was about to expire, I started my first online business, which, which was Pinterest marketing. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm not going back to Latvia. Freaking no way. It's a tiny country, less than 2 million people, Northern Europe. I'm not going there. So I just moved to Bali. Um, and mind, mind you, like I had no idea about Bali prior <laughs> going there. It's just like um, the course I took about online service skills, the girls that made it, they were living in Bali. So that's how I found about it. And I just felt super cold, like this deeper inner knowing, this is it. And this is when I really woke up um, to spirits, to feminine, masculine energies and started understanding how all of the failures, quote, um, I attracted myself, how all the hustle I created myself through holding that vibration and, you know, what I love and hate about Bali at the same time is that Bali will, you know, break you or make you because you are either going to have a breakdown and you're going to leave or you're going to have a major, major breakthroughs. So for me, it was a breakdown before the breakthrough. Um, I started becoming aware about my money beliefs, about my sexuality, about how disconnected I am from my uh, feelings. And this is what helped me to start working with shadow work doing you know eft tapping releasing emotions and so on and at some point it was 2019 yeah middle of 2019 when i felt such in the middle of the breakdown i felt i just cannot even be in bali i just cannot even think about getting clients for my business i just felt i need to go back home and have safe place <laughs> to process my shit um, so that's what I did. And um, 
I came home in 2019, you know, and really felt isolated because I had no one here anymore. And after identity loss and my spiritual awakening, I felt people here um, will not understand me completely because Latvia is a cold country and people, the culture here is also very cold. And this is not who I was anymore. So I isolated myself, <laughs> did a lot of shadow work, a lot, a lot, um, felt very lonely, but it really helped me to understand. And, I, you know, during this whole time, I was working with coaches, being in all the programs, working with healers and really digging deep. Um, but yeah, it was about this time last year when I kind of finally stepped in and said, you know, Christina, this is that's it. <laughs> Stop feeling sorry for yourself. You're not your past. Let's start doing and creating stuff. And this is when I started my YouTube channel, um, started my spiritual business, started my first um, program to help people to understand their true identity. And, you know, this was the time pandemic hit. And when all of the people were really panicking and like, oh my God, I have to be in lockdown at home. I'm like, I was living this life for almost a year now, and I just felt how much value I have, how much knowledge I have already, and other people are panicking because of it. So I was like, I cannot afford anymore to stay in my comfort zone of fear. I need to be in service to others. So, you know, it's during this like shadow work coming back to your question about me understanding my soul. Um, it's just, yeah, understanding that and seeing and observing how I changed by releasing the programs, by breaking and releasing the suppressed emotions. I really understood, you know, I, I, I'm not my human. I'm not my emotions, my thoughts. I'm just something above it about it all absorbing this all complete wow I just <laughs> oh my god thank you I just like I don't even know what else to say but thank you because <laughs> thank it's, you it's such a beautiful journey that you just brought us through I definitely resonate in terms of like with COVID um I saw kind of like everyone really in a fear panic mode um which is understandable I understand that because I've been in that place before and I don't think 100% like, I don't think you can understand it until you've been in that place. Um, Mm. But I had been in it before that I was like, this isn't that different from all of the breakdowns that I've had because I've already questioned our society as a whole for so long. And I think that, I think that COVID brought that all to the surface where everyone is questioning everything when I was already in that space that I was questioning everything already. So mm-hmm. I, I think that there became like this huge opportunity to bring the gift forward and things that I used to once view as like, I was so alone and I was so different than everyone. But now collectively, there's a huge energy of people who are now thinking about the things that we've been thinking about for a little bit longer. and. Mm-hmm. I think that now like COVID is really, this is when I started the podcast. This is when I started my energy healing business. Um, It's the time where I think that collectively that the breakdown, like you said, 
is now leading to the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I think that now people are more open to finding out another way to operate than the fears because we're tired. Like everyone is so tired of being fearful all the time. So I think that Mm. there's been a huge gift from this time, even though it's been horrible. I've dealt with grief. I know grief very well. And I think collectively as a whole, the energy was, is very heavy and it's getting a little bit lighter, but I, I was struggling for a bit of time um, during this for a few months. I felt like just heavy and I Mm. like, and like, I just know collectively the energies going on were a cause of that. Um, but like you so beautifully put like how Bali was the place I've heard this so many times where like, you can't hide from yourself in Bali. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that now the whole world couldn't hide from themselves anymore because we have Mm -hmm. so much time either in isolation by ourselves so much time. Like I have a lot more time because I'm not commuting to work or I'm at home all the time. So there was just like nowhere else for me to hide. Yeah. So, so for me, shadow work became very much a big part of my life within the last year within COVID. Um, so I know that you're very big into shadow work. You're launching a program right now around shadow work, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to get into shadow work with you hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, because I think it's so important. And like you were saying, Bob Proctor, I know Bob Proctor. (laughs) Um, My mom has been a Reiki master for like 25 years. She's an EFT Mm. practitioner. Um, Amazing. Yeah. She like, you know, Abraham Hicks and law of attraction and everything. So my mom was kind of like the opening portal for me personally. Mm. Um, But because she was into it, I was like, what the hell is this? Like you're weird. Like, totally rejected it when she was into it. And now I see that it did plant a seed for me though, um, entirely. But I do know in the beginning of my journey and like spirituality, um, I completely rejected the shadow, like Mm -hmm. with learning law of attraction, learning all these things. I was like, Oh, if I think something negative, it's going to happen, which is true in some instances. But I think with shadow work, it's really about focusing on the things that are like holding us back. And it really is about tearing down those illusions. And you have to focus on those things with shadow work. Um, So it's very counterintuitive to what I learned initially. And I think that there's a lot of toxic positivity within the spiritual Mm -hmm. world. Um, So I want to like explore that with you and like, did you experience that toxic positivity aspect in your journey? Um, and then did that lead to shadow work for you? Or what was that like? Yeah. So to be honest, I had no idea about the term shadow work. <laughs> about half a year or even a year as I was doing it. I was just working on my limiting beliefs, working on my emotions. And, and then I've heard the term light worker. And then I've heard somebody comparing it with shadow work. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> but then when I started kind of getting curious and getting to know this term and what's behind it, I'm like, oh, this is what I've been going through. Um, so I don't think that personally I experienced a lot of toxic positivity uh, on my personal journey because I'm very 
I I'm staying in my own frame. I don't really care what other people say uh, because there was a t- period of time when I would listen to other people and it will won't give me any results. So I was like, okay, I'm going to observe what other people do and then I apply it to my own journey. Um, but I definitely no- notice um, many other spiritual quotes leaders who will be like, oh, hello, namaste, only love and light. And I'm like... This is not work. This is avoidance and this is the shadow of spirituality that everything is only unicorns and rainbows. Um, so yeah, for me, shadow work it is not just, you know, focusing on, as you said, you know, oh, I'm, I'm afraid to say something negative because then it's going to uh, manifest. But we have to realize if we do not address it, it is still there. It is very rare that we have, um, you know, maybe if you've been born in somewhere with monks in India, <laughs> you don't have any childhood trauma, then you don't have this in your part of your of your vibration. But most of us have suppressed emotions. Most of us have been shamed, scolded, uh, compared with others. So it stays part of your energetical field, which attracts it through law of attraction. So wanted or not, it is there, it is attracting. So you actually are doing yourself a disservice by not consciously addressing it because unconsciously it's there. So it's you have to take responsibility, uh, humble yourself down that, hey, I actually have a work to do. And this is what spirituality is about, you know, balancing your spirituality with being a human and a human, human condition, it is having human ego, having emotions, having thoughts. So how how do I navigate in all of this mess and still be grounded, still be in my own lane and still have, you know, high vibration? Completely. Um, I really didn't understand how ingrained my traumas were and how they affected me subconsciously. Um, But now looking back after doing all this healing, it's like mind blowing to me on how big of an impact it navigated, like it literally impacted every single thing. Like I had very negative experiences growing up. Um, but then I also got into like a very victim mindset. Do you, have you ever felt like a victim? (laughs) Yeah. Like I actually have created, um, consciousness level quiz a few months ago and as i was creating and you know i would i'm like describing every level like victim consciousness creator co-creator um unity consciousness and i realized i spent most of my life and at the 16 years in the victim consciousness because um my culture is a lot about uh surviving just trying to make them ends meet and you know oh poor us all oh, our little country blah 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 um <laughs> so yeah it, it took me a lot of work to even realize what are the stories uh, i was telling myself completely um that's it's so fascinating the way that society impacts us without us even realizing it especially like where we grow up or just everything um it just is very fascinating to me on how deep it goes because it's not only the childhood experience that you have with your family, but it's just your society, your culture, um, and the ideas that are formed through that. So 
just so interesting to me how vast that goes yeah yeah and if you want to take it to the whole next level we have to <laughs> realize that our genes um they also carry all the trauma all the suppressed and not processed trauma from our ancestors so you know us doing the shadow work is actually um freeing the lineages and freeing our yeah families and future generations from this suppressed uh, lower vibration frequency so this is not the work for you know uh love and light unicorns this is it will require strength and, and commitment and once you start doing that you, you know guys there's no way back because once you know and once you make the dots connect once you realize and see how programmed you are, like, I, I feel like I cannot, I feel I cannot allow myself to be programmed and be dictated by my programs because I'm like, it's my choice. I either allow to slip it or I'm, I claim back my sovereignty and, and push myself through this uncomfortability. Of course, it's not easy. Of course, I don't want to do this, <laughs> but I don't want to stay in the misery either. Yeah. And it's also super amazing how when you do the shadow work, you experience more light in your life. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't realize how much joy I could feel on a day-to-day basis until I dug into my shadow. Yeah, every day might not be like the best day ever. And some hard things come up and I let myself feel the emotions, but I'm just noticing how much joy I have in the little moments where I used to like, not even, not even like revel in like the beauty of being alive. Yeah. Yep. So it's just so cool. This is because you're freeing yourself. You're freeing your energetic capacity. You're not holding the old vibrations. You're not worrying about the future anymore. And you are able to be in the present moment now and actually observe. What is happening around you? Completely. I think focusing on the present has, it's a gift. <laughs> pun, on, pun intended, but like, I used to only solely operate in the past or the future. Like, I didn't even know there was a present. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even know how to like conceptualize being in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really didn't. So it's just really amazing to see like how much, has changed through this journey and also the journey is never over. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I think it's one of the very important messages that we all need to understand and embrace because we've been conditioned. Oh, you need to finish school, get, go to the college, go get job. There's always something that we are behind. Uh, We're always setting goals. No, (laughs) no, this is not, this is human made life, but real life happens now. And because so many are focused on something external, which is not even sort of existing in the nature, we're not able to turn on our senses fully. We're just living in some sort of illusion. Completely. Um, It's really funny um, because I do like a daily quote every day and I have like my little quote board that I do. And Mm -hmm. the quote today is celebrate the little moments. They are your life. Hmm. How divine and guided. (laughs) You know, it's just like, I used to always think life was like the big thing. Like 
the graduating school, the getting married, the house, the blah, blah, blah. Because we're taught that the big things are the only things that matter. But Mm. it's the little everyday things that are our life. Yeah, we're being taught to chase those things, I believe, on purpose, so that we actually never feel good enough. So we miss the point of living and we don't live what exists. It makes me sad sometimes that other, like, so many people are just stuck in feeling miserable. Yeah. My heart hurts at times because I'm just like, I want to, like, shake people, but I know I can't. Like, do you ever feel like you wanted to change people around you to, like, feel a certain way or to, like, understand and then finally realizing, like, that's their own journey? Because I struggle with that sometimes. Mm, Yeah, 100%. Like, in general, like, again, going back to my childhood, I always felt like, why do people do that? Or that, like, that doesn't make sense. Why do people drink? Like, I always questioned everything. Um, And I always felt that I want to bring more joy and help people, but I had no idea what, what, how. Uh, But it is when I started my spiritual business and when I came from Bali back home and I had a lot, this huge desire to help my culture to help my family um but the more i push the more i try to help them oh you should go plant-based because you know and and no matter what diet you're you know following i don't judge but you know i had this desire to oh stop eating this death stop eating this vibration of fear and they will say no i'm like but how you don't understand, <laughs> you know, like, but I really, you know, had to learn this lesson that I'm not a, their savior and it's actually my lesson to let it go. I'm, I'm here. I'm available once they wake up, but I'm not going to take it away from them. They need to learn themselves. Completely. Um, I always found myself frustrated when people like wouldn't understand and now I'm finally getting to the fact that it's like, it's their journey. They're the one, mm. like, they have to figure it out on their own. Just like I have to figure it out on my own. Like we all have our individual journeys and I can, I just realized that I have to show the way by living my life instead of trying to force my agenda on someone else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then and this is again, um, when you, show this example this is when you show that you're whole and complete you're not chasing you're not trying to prove something you're happy on your own and this is the best proof and this is what um decreases this energetical resistance and people are actually will start come to you and ask for help completely like i just am noticing my own life like i just started my energy business like three weeks ago. I don't even know. It Mm -hmm. was very, I mean, I've been doing energy healing, but like just started the actual business part of it recently. But I'm just like understanding now that like, if I try and like sell in a way that doesn't align, like the way that I think I have to, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to attract the right people or I'm not going to attract anyone. Like I'm just, I'm just understanding, like I really can't focus on what's happening on the outside, just internally focusing with me. And then I will attract the vibration that I'm giving out. 
And I don't want to like force anything. I don't want to pressure anything because I'm realizing what I lived that way my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Try, trying to control what happens. And I finally understand the only thing I control is what I do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and for example, even take how we connected. I just messaged you randomly because I saw your comment in somebody else's post and I felt called to reach out because I felt your energy. Oh, our messages are so online. Let me message Aaron, you know, but if you will try, you know, be, I don't know, posting or trying to get me, I'm like, <laughs> I will run away. Yeah, completely. And it's, have you ever struggled with that? Because I am still figuring out the line. Um, I'm getting way more comfortable with promoting myself because I believe in my ability to help people. But I also struggle with like the algorithm and like, trying to get people like I struggle with the balance. Do you ever find that you struggle with it? I think for me, it's not about blaming the algorithm, but I am dealing with this pattern and I'm constantly uncovering new layers while I do shadow work. And it is, um, yeah, feeling insignificant or a lack of resources just because where I'm coming from, from my country, I always felt I need to work harder or, I'm not going to make it. And I see that on my growth on social media. It's very, very slow. And the more I let go, oh, people comment. Oh, people uh, reach out to me. Um, so it's definitely work in progress. I'm not going to lie. It's something I'm really now focusing on. But it's, you know, I don't know if you heard about Amanda Francis, the money queen. She always says that, you know, Money will come, people will come, no matter what. I just need to be the vibrational frequency for that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is work in progress. And I, I think it's two two things, you know, you need to take strategic, um, what's it called, action. <laughs> Not just be wishy-washy and holding the frequency, but you actually need to learn marketing. You need to work, learn oh, how to create the thumbnails, how to do that and that. So actually people can find you. Um, so it's, again, balancing the spirituality and the human things. Completely. I see it like it is so just, it's really cool to watch how it unfolds, like just combining the human and the soul because I always found myself very much in one or the other and mm -hmm. I wasn't blending them very well so now I'm just seeing just like how when you do blend them things work out yeah yeah exactly uh, I, I want to share a quick story so last year I filmed my first course true identity and there was like a lesson that I recorded and it was about social media because people were asking me how to create content and I created it, but then I realized it doesn't really fit there. And I was sitting and thinking, what should I do with it? And it was, I created it in March and still in September, I'm thinking, oh, should I put it on my website as a separate masterclass or what? And then somebody reached out to me and invited me to be part of online business bundle. And I was like, I don't have a course about business, online business bundle. And things just fall into place. I created a course also using that one lesson that was extra in two days. I had no idea how, where to host a course, how to build a landing page. Like I needed to record and edit. And I was like, how did the hell that happen? I was procrastinating to create my first like course for four months. 
And I did one in two days. Are you kidding me? So this is when the, you know, this, when you need to do something and the spirit comes through you and action, boom, boom, boom. You're just provided with the needed information and people. I a thousand percent resonate with that because I was thinking about starting my business for like years. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was like, always like trying to like, when I started to focus on like what I have to do, I got blocked completely. But then I realized that I created like an entire business, did this whole entire thing, all the things within like a day and a half because it was guided and it wasn't me forcing anything. And I'm just seeing how that keeps happening. Even with social media posts, if I like, I'm like, oh, I have to post something on social media today. What am I going to post? I'm never going to come. I'm never going to come up with it, but I like, I never do. But now I have no pressure. I feel no pressure to post anything. And then inspiration comes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just like, I'm just cooking something or whatever. And and I start hearing words and um, I just grab my phone and I, there's a good app. um, It's called Otter, Otter, where you can talk, talk and and it uh, transcribes everything. So I'm like, oh yes, like two posts down in like what, 10 minutes? (laughs) you know captions ready that's amazing when you are in that flow yeah I actually never thought of so I have otter um I do all the transcriptions for the podcast I've never thought to do it that way so that's actually really helpful for me because yeah so, yeah so that's a great that's a great thing thank you for that um I wanted to find out kind of what your shadow work process is like um is that is that something that you speak about in your program yeah, so the course that I'm creating now, it's basically, and I'm doing now it's in, in beta program so that mm-hmm. I can actually walk people through and really understand what can else can I add and improve. But I divided it in four parts. And the first one is really understanding um, your shadow self, the unconscious parts of yourself. You know, what do you think about yourself? How do you reject or not accept yourself? You All of your suppressed emotions. What are your beliefs about your emotions and so on and so forth? So it's first is just becoming aware, because if we are not aware, we're not able to heal, release, do nothing. It's 90% of the work. Then it's more about the ego death. And there we're looking, you know, okay, what is the identity that you made up in this, you know, (laughs) in this society? Because when I left Latvia and I moved to Australia, I had such a terrible (laughs) identity loss. Like I had to, you know, my external world that gave me comfort and I was this go-getter girl, super confident in myself. Once that was not there, I didn't know who Christina is. So I started falling into my limited patterns of my childhood because this is the only thing I knew about myself. So it's a little bit dangerous game. We are only relying on the external world for our identity. So the ego death is really, you know, understanding your ego. What do you think you are? What do you think the world is? And yeah, again, becoming aware of the beliefs and programs of it. And then healing it, questioning it, and asking yourself, starting bringing out the true identity. What do you really want? What do you feel? 
and so on. Then the third part, once we become aware of different aspects of it, we start healing. And this is the fun part, <laughs> you know, connecting with your inner child, learning how to release, um, you know, true, for example, EFT, that, yeah, the emotional freedom topic technique, you are suppressed emotions, how to release tension uh, through scream, you know, punching or whatever, because we need to release on all levels. Uh, right it's uh, uh, normalizing crying and so on a lot of forgiveness work right forgiving others forgiving yourself and this is the work i feel not enough people talk about um or make a, an emphasis on it because for example when i first um got introduced uh, to forgiveness by my mentor i thought I'm pretty positive. I don't have problems with anyone. I don't need to forgive anyone. But when I really dig in, I really understood there was a lot of anger and resentment towards um, my mom, my dad, the culture, money, myself. Um, so had to release a lot of that. Um, so just really healing that and making peace of that and releasing it. So it's not anymore part of your energetic field. And then the fourth part is presence, integration. How do I bring all of this together? How do I learn when, you know, my critique again will creep in when a new trauma shows up? Shows up? How do I know what to do? Because shadow work is never ending process. You know, uh, I say that until you are on this planet, until you are enlightened, you are not enlightened. You know, <laughs> when you are enlightened, you're not going to be here, most probably. So, you know, you have you have to just embrace this process and make peace that there will always be something that we're not happy about. It's just like knowing how the process works, embracing it, accepting it, so that then you build trust. That whatever happens, you know how to handle. That no matter what happens in the world, external world, that does not affect your well-being. Because in all honesty, when the pandemic hit, it, it did not affect me in any way. Um, and, you know, you can some may think, yeah, Christina, easy for you to say, blah, 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 you're working from home. Like, of course, I had hiccups uh, with, you know, many other things. But I did. I just didn't allow it. I learned how to process my fear. Uh, I observed it. Not. I did not allow for it to control me. So it's a simple process of awareness, understanding, healing, forgiving, and releasing. Yeah. Wow. I. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much. I think important information within that um, that I think could be really helpful for a bunch of people. I'm gonna put just uh, a disclaimer to everyone. I'm gonna put all of your information in the show notes so people will know how to connect with you and to get access to the course if you want to share that. Um, and I know yeah. that you sent me a downloadable um, as well, so I'll put that in the show notes so people look out for it. Because yeah, great. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, you can download a um, free workbook that I shared with Erin. It's all about how to start um, breaking out of the limiting patterns of your mind. So yeah, it will guide you uh, how to do that. But it's like a mini shadow work on mental level. But again, we do shadow work on emotional and physical, all, all levels. Yeah, I love that you are like very much about blending everything together. Um, mm. I always like 
I'm so astounded, but then like realize how much it makes sense that like everything is connected on like a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level. They're all interconnected. Did you always know that? Like, did you always feel that way? Mm, You know, (laughs) once I understood this concept, it all made sense. I, when I started really understanding, okay, we are living in three dimension, then there's four dimension, then there's fifth dimension. I also started understanding that what we are seeing on a physical plane is not the only thing that exists. So when I understood that what we see is just the physical manifestation, the end result, if you will, I, I, I kind of were shown this picture in my mind that there's this layer emotional layer then it proceeds um mental level and then there's vibrational level so everything starts starts as a vibration as an energy if it it manifests as a thought so manifestation is not just money it's just a thought you having a thought is already a manifestation then that thought causes you to feel something that's emotional manifestation and when you think and feel something the next layer is just the physical if you think fear or depression and anxiety what that will manifest disease right if you feel joy that will bring more joy that will attract some things that will cause you to feel more joy um i forgot where i was going with this question but <laughs> but yeah once i really understood that it's like layers upon layers it, it's not just oh thought is just somewhere unreasonably floating around no it's all connected it's just like a staircase yeah completely you you were on point the whole time don't worry (laughs) (laughs) it all made sense (laughs) (laughs) um so I know that you had mentioned the emotional freedom technique um I am so like I said my mom's been a EFT practitioner um Mm -hmm. for a while and I actually do you know the tapping summit with like Nick Ortner? No. Okay. So they just had an event like two weeks ago and I did mm-hmm. it. Um, and it just reminded me of how like beautiful of, mo- of a modality tapping is. Um, yeah. It just, I think it's very great at merging the physical, emotional, like, I think that it is just such a great tool. And so I'm really getting more interested in it because again, like when my mom was interested in, I was like, mm, that's weird. Um, and now I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. it really, it really works. Like I've, I've used it with a few people who like, aren't even into anything spiritual and they just like, can't believe how well it works to help subside like a physical pain, anxiety. Um, so it's really cool. So one of my questions mm-hmm. I have is like, what is one practice tool or healing modality that you would recommend to someone? Um, what do you choose tapping or do you have another tool? Um, well, I think it depends what you're trying to heal. Um, and because I will have an EFT expert in the course, uh, her name oh, cool. is Sonia, Sonia Sophia. Um, and this is who helped me <laughs> to process a lot of my emotional stuff. Um, but really, there are many practices. Again, it can be just practice of forgiveness, just practice of learning how to process your pain. But if you will tell me like one thing that uh, kind of universal process to do it all, I will say it's a process of just allowing yourself to feel it's it's not a rocket science. Um, just becoming aware. Okay, 
there's I'm experiencing fear. I'm experiencing anxiety. Okay, anxiety. Okay, sure. I see you. I hear you. What are you trying to tell me? Because all of our emotions, they're not bad. Society, again, made us think that it's bad so that we suppress so that then we get sick. And then they can feed us antidepressants and all of the other BS. Um, your emotional guidance system is designed to tell you something. So it's we. It's time to listen. So once you start listening, you will be amazed how much it will tell you. Sometimes you are taking instantly to a childhood trauma. Sometimes you not so instantly, but you need to allow yourself to feel. And once you allow yourself to feel, once you process it, it kind of vanishes like a magic. <laughs> and the thing is, it doesn't have to be complicated. We just have to get out of our own freaking way. Um, and there's that's all there is. You know, it's again coming back to the how my course is structured. Awareness, then healing, releasing. And I, I know it kind of might feel like, well, it's not that like really tangible steps, but I'm telling you, just trust, 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 trust in, um, in the intelligence of your own body, mind, and soul. This is who you are at your essence. You are expression and you are flow of the energy. We just got to get out of our freaking way, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hell fucking Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just, you know, I just want to empower people and realize that you don't need a therapist. You don't need years of whatever. It's all here processed in the now. You just have to allow yourself for it to be simple. And yeah, just trust that you can do this. My whole experience changed entirely when I realized that all the books all the teachers, everything that I was signing up for, I never went into one of them being like, this is new information. Like I knew everything that I was reading or like, of course there's helpful tools along the way, but realizing that like, I'm the one who has the power and I don't have to go seek a guru. I don't have to go seek something outside of myself. It's all me. And Mm. like my I definitely believe my mission here is to help people recognize their own power and that yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to solve anything for them. I might show them how I've solved things for myself and they could be helpful, but I'm not going to solve anything. Even with my energy healing sessions, I'm just a conduit. Mm-hmm. The energy and their own bodies are healing them. Like it's just, they are the conduits for themselves. And I think that there's so much disservice and because it's money and like they're everyone thinks that something outside of them is the thing that has the power, but that's not true at all. And I think that really recognizing that has been the complete transformation for me. And it also came with me allowing myself to feel my emotions. Like it's like everything fucking connects in such a beautiful way that like when you allow yourself to feel and don't judge yourself for feeling any way. Like I used mm-hmm. to I used to feel guilt and shame. Like, why do I feel like this? I should be happy. My life is great. Like I would get so so neat. My voice was so Mm -hmm. harsh. And once I was like, talk to yourself, like you're your best friend. Would you say this to your best friend? No, you would say it's okay. Mm. 
like really just letting yourself feel the emotions and not feeling guilt over it has been such a transformative thing for me. So I love that you mentioned that. I think it's like so important and like, it's not taught. They're saying, if you're feeling sad all the time, go get medicine. Yeah. Yeah. What interesting. Why they're saying that, you know, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so, it's so crazy, but yeah, it just, Everything that you're saying, I completely resonate with. Like, I definitely know why we connected and I'm so excited to stay connected with you. Mm. <laughs> um, I had one, <laughs> one more question and it's just any book recommendation. Because like I said, I know that not, I, I've found books so helpful in my journey. Um, they've helped me just like put into words what I couldn't put into words or they've given me really important tools. And even though they're not the, and all be all. And I'm the one who has the power. I also think that books have shown me the way in some ways. So I was wondering if there's any book recommendation that you have. Yeah. Mm, you know, I'm not a big book reader myself, simply because I, I don't want to kind of put a lot of external information and prefer to be a pure vessel. But there are three books that really changed my perception. I'm going to show you. I have two of them here. So one is um, Abraham Hicks, obviously, Ask and It's Given. I love that book. Um, I come back to it all the time for all the tools and stuff. Um, and then um, Science of Getting Rich. This one is, it's science about getting rich. But from this book, I really understood a lot about how the manifestation works and how uh, universe works. And the third one is Dr. David Hawkins, Letting Go. So I, if, you know, if anyone is listening, struggling with any sort of, um, you know, sickness or disease or whatever, it talks all about um, how we hold this vibration of sickness and everything, and we have to let it go. And really the map of consciousness, how each vibration, energy, anger, you know, it's on a scale. Um, so that one book really changed my my level of consciousness as well. Wow. Thank you so much. I actually haven't read the last two. Uh, Asking It Is Given is like one of the f first books I read on my spiritual journey, yeah. I think. Um, and I come back to it as well. So um, that's such a great one. And then for anyone listening, I will put the book recommendations in the show notes just so you yeah. can you can know. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything else. I don't think um, I wanted to open it up to you. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? Um, not really. I think it's been such a great, great conversation. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for anyone who's listened to whole um, episode and is open minded and willing to do the work because, yeah, not many people are committed to this. And, uh, you know, you were myself. There are other people who have done this work, experienced this, and it's all on purpose so that now people who are awakening, they have guides, people to turn too because when I was doing my shadow work I really felt confused and you know there was no shadow work expert around me at least not to my knowingness that's why I'm like you know what this needs to be put together um so I encourage everyone who's listening to just embrace your uh quotes pain suffering because it this is what your soul signed up for this is what you're learning so that then you can help with this um other people 
So it's the only one way. It's not happening. You're not a victim. It's not happening to you. Um, just, yeah, ask ask for help. Uh, look for information. Allow yourself to return back to the freedom of your soul and let go of the conditioning. Let go of past. This is not you. And then you're all, you're all set. <laughs> Amen. Wow, that was so beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel honored, truthfully, to connect with you. Um, This is such a beautiful conversation. Like, I feel like it's so expansive. And I think it's really important for other people to hear it. Um, So I'm just like honored that you're here. And I'm honored that our souls have crossed paths. And I'm so excited. So if you want to, I don't know if you want to join me in taking a deep breath. Uh, to reground and to settle back into our day. Yeah. If you want to join us listeners, I'm just shaking out my shoulders a little bit. I was slouching a little, so just noticing. I'm going to take a deep breath in through the nose. And sigh it out the mouth. Thank you, Christina. I will show everyone how to connect with you. And Mm. I am so grateful for this. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Wow, just what a beautiful conversation that was. I am so grateful to be connected with Christina. And I am so grateful for all of you for listening to the episode. I would love it if you resonated for you to share it with a friend. That's how we grow and that's how we heal together. If you could please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that is super helpful for smaller podcasts like me to reach the people who would benefit from the messages. If you haven't already, it would be wonderful for you to subscribe since you will be notified of any new episode. We are releasing solo episodes every week and guest episodes periodically on Tuesdays, for my solo and Thursdays for the guest. I would love for you to connect with me. I'm going to share every way that you can do that in the podcast notes. Um, Anything that was mentioned in the podcast, I will also have mentioned in the notes. So you can just get all the information that you were looking for. If you want to book a healing energy session with me, you can also do that by following the link. The link tree has most of my information. So I'm going to suggest that you go to the link tree link and you'll be able to find me. So I am so grateful to you for coming here, supporting me, and I will catch you on the next one.